Yeah. Oh, are you recording too? Yes. <laughs> are you recording? That's funny. That's really funny. Okay, excellent. So maybe we didn't miss the whole part of that conversation. So the question is... What's the question? Your friend... Let's use a code word for your friend. What's a, what's a word that starts with T? Use T. All right, T sounds good to me. So... <laughs> So T asked you a question, which was something along the lines of what happens after nothingness? What was the question? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. What is the state of nothingness? Like what comes after you accept nothing? Yes. Yes. Speaking on a fear of death. Now, when I think of this, I'm just going to come at it like in a present moment instead of anything that I just said that me and you just talked yeah. about, actually. So. No, yeah, I feel like it's better soon. Though. Yeah. Anyway. So, when I think of death right now, I'm instantly associating that to a concept. But it, this concept is obviously an archetype. Like, it's something that we seem to relate to as something dangerous. It represents a deep unknown. There's something like a blackness to it. And when I see that, it's not, there's a sense of ominous to it. It's not exactly fear that's, that's the reaction. It's an ominousness. And a fear is a possibility of recognizing that. And I feel like if you have specific traumas that you're more likely to react to this ominousness, which is life, it's it littered throughout and weaved throughout life itself is this spaciousness between you and everything. And this spaciousness between you and everything has a certain unknown element to it that can scare us and we each react to it differently and some many of us react to it in similar ways and so some of that can be control like sometimes for me uh, particularly I know that the unknown can make me anxious and just the fact that I have these injuries of course brings in more confusions at times doubt and melancholy arise inside of my experience and um, I feel I feel like the unknown is, is, is so close to my doorstep, like I can feel his breath on me. And it feels uncomfortable because shit can get worse. And can I stand it? I don't know. I, I'm going to assume that I can. I'm going to assume that I, if I don't have a choice, then we're going to have to figure that out. But this ominousness is something that challenges me psychologically to sober the fuck up and just look at life with a bit more of a sober thing. Now, I don't know if that's specific to me because I have a sensitivity to negative emotion. Um, but we do know that psychologically women have, you know, generally speaking, although not all the time, women have a higher, um, uh, personality trait of neuroticism, which is actually very helpful. And I think that's cross species, which is, um, being more sensitive to negative feelings, being more receptive to them. And, um, that would make you more on guard and uh, definitely more perceptive of, of certain things because fear makes you perceptive or at least sensitivity to dangers makes you sensitive to it. And uh, men are in some sense desensitized to that just enough to be able to go out into war and die. <laughs> so we understand death is something of a heroic thing, but I don't think that archetype exists so much in women. So, you know, your friend could be incredibly wise and yet it's wise to fear this unknown. It's wise to fear this possibility of not being around anymore because in, in, her, in her gut, she's meant to preserve this. Yes. 
and when you die. Huh? And when you die, what about you? She she asked what you want to do something about improving. Yes. Yes. So that incorporation to that is that like for you and your like you love Miyamoto mm. Musashi. Yes, you like Book of the Five yes, Rings. Yes. So Jeremy, yes. <laughs> she had brought up that we were talking about the percep our perception on things. Yes. Does does this correlate to what I just yes. asked? Okay. I was kind of like a little lost in it. Yes, yes, yes. You and self-improvement and death. You like the Book of the Five Rings? You yes, talk yes. about mortality? No, no, no. The, you understand M4, the way M4 that, came up yes, as yeah. well as the Five Rings. Now... <clears throat> and for those of you listening, M4 is a book uh, written by the doctor, Dr. Nun Amun-Ra. And uh, this is a book that is titled M4, which represents wow. math, mind, mind, mind matter, matter, mathematics, and mortality. Mathematics and mortality. And, and, uh, <laughs> It's, uh, it's, it's a wonderful book uh, for the intellectual, for the path of Ghana, I would say, the path of discernment, the path of thinking, yes. and uh, accumulation of knowledge for those of you who are interested inside of methodical instruction, inside of um, you know, being able to understand the world intellectually and uh, use your mind and be able to coax it and master it, become the, the master of this thing um, through intellectual exhaustion. And uh, that's definitely one of the methods that, you know, I, I, it seems that none represents or inside of his teaching. Um, at least that's my impression. I'm simply a practitioner. And um, I, Jeremy's nodding his head, so I assume that he agrees with this in part. And um, M4 and the doctor's work uh, has been very brilliant for the both of us, I would say, me and Jeremy, uh, in the sense because, you know, there are these experiences that one one has. And we, you know, being... Maybe this is us being humans and being monkeys and being, you know, these creatures that want to explain things, that want to associate symbols to our experiences. But in, in wanting to associate symbols to our experiences, we find language and uh, we, we, we do love the intellect, but we know how to leave it at the door, I would say. And a lot of this conversation is meant to facilitate an ambiance to do that. So, you know, when me and Jeremy are talking, a lot of what we're doing is we're just seeing what comes up and we're, we're engaging the mind without, you know, letting it belittle us, so, so to speak, without it taking our power. <laughs> yes. <laughs> T he had said. Yes, yes. We need to train our minds. Yes, yes. In order to do this. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> so instantly that, that was the perfect opportunity for me to bring up M4. <laughs> yes, yes. As I shared with you before, that was my, what I would say, a guide for me to yes. train my mind to look at things yes, in this yes, yes, manner. Yes, yes, yes. It kind of gave the, the, maybe the skeptical mind a foundation. Yes. Or the, the, the facet of mind that so, would become right. doubtful if not given proper structure. Yes, yes. Brilliant. Okay, wonderful. And you had some wonderful dreams that seemed to accompany that, sh- that additional structure as well. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, today, oh man, <laughs> it was so complex that I was thinking about it, and I still lost it. <laughs> but it's like, 
it comes back to perception. Yes. Like, I, I can say that for, for sure. That yes. Whatever I was dreaming about this morning. Yes. Came back to perception. Yes. And how <laughs> it's really our perception that, like, yeah. dictates the things around us. Yes. So to say. Yes, yes. 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 Because our beliefs are part of that perception. Our beliefs have influences on our thoughts and actions. And, you know, there are things that influence us too, for example. And this is where we come a little bit into astrology and these things being able to guide us. Or, right. you know, there's definitely a resistance in me. You know, not in not, not allowing these forces, but in trying to channel my free will to guide these forces and be something of a water bender of ether. Yeah, it's like if, <laughs> yes. if you don't know how to properly channel use... your energies. Yes then perception yeah yeah then you become you can limit you limit yourself yes you become a reaction to life rather than choosing your reactions and uh being able to create your own maps and guides and uh not to be a bitch of the world because the world make you a bitch or make you its bitch we should say mother nature now inadvertently puts a leash on you through that example and uh you know you as you as people but also you as men um need to bear a burden that you are not certain exists pull up a strength you are not sure is there and prosper forwards channeling chaos with you and putting that burden on your shoulders in order to do that and I assure you that's the only thing that's going to seem to make you happy unless you continue to uh, explore the void but even as you explore the void that's simply going to help facilitate the ambiance and strength that you'll need to further fortify you so that way you can pick up heavier burdens and that's exactly the man you want to be and that's exactly what you want to do I would say so so TX after yes speaking around accepting the unknown and nothing yes nothingness ask me personally what I feel I need to improve on yes 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 <laughs> the answer to that question is nothing <laughs> <laughs> yes yes the most authentic answer the, is nothing right there's, there's like nothing nothing to there's improve nothing on. further for yes, me yes. to Yes. integrate so to say but yes. rather there are what needs to be worked on is the cultivation of it all yes the exor- or, or, exercise yes it. yes the rituals that will facilitate Putting it to practice that will further facilitate the ambiance for this nothingness that you already know is completely potent inside of you yes <laughs> right but I don't know. my answer to her was my initial answer to her was yes yes that's a tough question <laughs> yes yes I believe I'm perfect the way I am. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Which obviously there's no such, yes, there's yes, no real yes. such thing as perfect. Well, but. yeah, yeah, no, you're right because because there's no such thing as perfect. You are right, right. And what's interesting is like the way I like to explain it. Sometimes it's I aim for perfection, knowing that it doesn't exist because any aim that you can attain in this life isn't worth striving for. Because human beings are the kinds of things that we're always going to create a further aim. So why not just create something ridiculous? Right. An Go aim that you can, ne- yeah, aim you can never actually get to. Like, what's that quote? You know, if you want to, you know, even if you shoot for the moon and miss, you land among the stars. Right. I always like that. And you land among the darkness, funny enough. <laughs> Did you turn it off? No, it's on. Oh, okay, sir. Oh, my red lights turned off. My infrared on my PEMF map. <laughs> my, uh, my, uh, b- Pulse electromagnetic pulse mat. There we go. Pulse ele- electromagnetic frequency mat. Meant to facilitate similar uh, negative ions, also known as cations, by uh, an inventor that I really like. 
um, exude from this, and they they very much resemble those that exude from nature. And the 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 gems associated here, the stones associated on this mat, are um, tourmaline and jade. And this is not an advertisement. So I just like this mat, and it was suggested to me by a friend who herself got in a car accident, and this is one of the things that helped her uh, with her traumatic brain injury. That said. <laughs> so yes, yes. Thank you. We carried on our conversation. Yes, yes. And eventually, I realized. Yes. Which I spoke to you about recently. Uh, yes. This argument that I got into with my mother recently. Yes, yes. <laughs> and so being that I came up in the conversation between T and I. Yes. Realize that if there is anything for me to integrate, it would be <laughs> the acceptance of <laughs> not being in control. I see, yes, yes, yes. Because you also don't want to be controlled yourself. See, that's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I have control over myself. Yes, yes. But I can't control anybody else. Yes. Like, whatever the case is, they have to want it. Yes. So is this about having the security in yourself in order for you to be able to, I guess, be with your mom and not, you know... Um, security you know, and not be upset yeah. that <laughs> there's people that don't want this, so to say. Yeah. Is it that they don't want it or, they, you know, they almost can't recognize it's, it, Yeah, right? it's more of not being able to recognize. Yeah. They're, they're so fixated on what's in their mind and, yes. and not what's in front of them. So maybe, maybe uh, you know, utilizing their thinking function in a way that's only focusing on the present and the past and associations to the self. Those three things, but not on the actual self, which is the Atman, which is often that, you know, what we call the conscious, that little whisper. It's like, well, maybe it's not meant to be a whisper. Maybe that's you. Okay, yeah, so probably yes. better said they're yes. more fixated on yes. like you yes. Yes. yes, yes, yes. Everything besides the present. Yes, yes. That's I feel like that's more yes. specific yes. and better. And, and you could probably remember how tricky that it's been for you as well to not to not just remain here all the time inside this present moment with me. But to, you know, at times due to frustrations or due to, you know, life experiences, probably less and less over time. Right? Oh, yeah, far less than and, 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 before. But, but certainly, you know, moments. And it's like, well, what made, you know, some of the questions that might arise is like, well, what made you perceptive to those moments? What's the difference between you and other people if you're inside the state and your mom isn't? It's like, was it that you didn't want it or was it that, you know, somehow some seeds got through or that somehow you had been not damaged in a way that perhaps she was damaged or that you've put up, you haven't put up walls that maybe she had put up because of life situations. Rather, it was Um, that we want something. Yes, yes. (laughs) I feel like that's it, actually. Yes. The fact that we want something instead of wanting nothing. Yes, yes, yes. So maybe we maybe we could find a way to do to want something responsibly, you know, want something in a way that's not just good for us. You know, we think it's now, but it's not. We're looking towards the future, or we're looking because it's good to make amends for a past that's not there anymore. We're not probably focusing on the present us, which is the person who probably needs the most attention in order to actually make amends with the past and do something for the future. So maybe we could, you know, in higher thinking, be able to, you know, respond to the future and the past. 
but maybe the priority, you know, um, should be optimizing all actions, all those actions from a centeredness. So that way we, we come at the world from darkness. We come at the world uncertain and so receptive to just being able to create new situations in that moment. You know, rather than being, let's say, perhaps there's, there's definitely too much rigidness, which is where we have, let's say, I almost want to stop talking. So if you have something to say. No, it um, sounds, sounds right. Okay. But yeah. is, there, is there something along the lines that's coming to you? Yeah. Okay. So I felt like something was gonna come. Okay. So so you cut me off as soon as you start to feel something. Um, <clears throat> when I think of improvement, I think of what parts of my life can die in order for me to add something new. Like I'm, you know, I've been thinking about getting my yoga certification course, or more than thinking about realizing how how much of a, in alignment this is with me. And like, well, let me just sell half the shit in this room, and that should help, you know, further along me getting money. It should also help me facilitate a certain ambiance for me to just move generally. You know, I have that container there packed with my nightly, my my nocturnal meal. You know, I become more and more of a simple person. And uh, the sort of simple person who could just travel and live in his car should that, you know, should that need arise or should that be aligned with some other desires that end up coming up for me? And do I have the body to be able to do that? Like, you know, can my, are my joints able to sleep in the car like, like consistently without me, you know? So it's, 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 there's, there's small steps that need to be taken. Um, and some of that is monetary, some of that is physical. So these are all like aims, part of an aim for perfection but it's it taken in context of my life like how can i do that based on the cards i've been given and so that's perception and recording so that's there is a past involved but it's coming at it from now because i i do have to take in right what how i feel right the fuck now because how i feel the right now is my knees like what can my knees do right now like can i go to the gym right now how is my brain feeling can i have this conversation right now with you jeremy <laughs> is, is 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 can i facilitate that can that happen and can I create the space, the ambiance, in order for those random occurrences to keep taking place? Can I create an ambiance at night so I can remember my dreams? Can I create an ambiance in the morning so when my boss asks me a crucial question about whether or not I'm moving, I'm on point enough to give him that authentic fucking answer? Like, yeah, I think so. And this is why I think so. And he's going to give me a slew of, you know, his biased answers. Not completely intentionally. He does want the best for me. But, you know, we have our own desires. And he should want his own desires and want to take care of himself and his business to the extent that he can do that. And so he is going to be like, well, this is why I like New York. And I'm going to say, yeah, that's nice. And, and, and maybe, I, maybe I'll share some of those things with him. But that's not going to influence my decision because my decision is still coming from nothing, nothingness. So it's come from a place that's that, you know, it's not that it can be changed, but it's come from a place that wasn't even in a conclusion to begin with. It's something that's been, it's just absorbing so many elements of the situation. I'm watching something happen more than I'm choosing for it to happen. It's like, it's, it's in some sense, it, there is a surrendering taking place and allowing, yes, there's a surrendering taking place and allowing me to ride the wave. Now I'm a fucking rebel, so there are points where I want to kick the back. You know, kick the back of the surfboard and do a little trick flip or maybe change, change my own rhythm inside the, in, inside the, what do you call that when it's circling? Um, I guess. High the wave or something? <laughs> I, there are times where I want to do that when I'm surfing or, or just to kick the back of the heel and, and, and be able to flow with the water with a different rhythm and weave things differently and, and dance differently with something that is so much stronger than me. And uh, yet to do it gracefully seems to me like such a beautiful thing in my life. And um, 
when I think about improvement, I think of a way to facilitate that ambiance and a way to facilitate grace, essentially. And, and grace to me is earned. It's something, you know, at least in my experience, in a way that I want to explain it right now, grace is something that comes born out of the way. Like, uh, I can laugh, and I can laugh more or less on command. Now, that doesn't make it fake. <coughs> It means I'm so in touch with my laughter. I'm so in touch with my intuition that I can... It's not that I get to choose. It's that I get to open up opportunities to laugh. I get to... Um, I have the proper ambiance to laugh when I... When in, in control of my aims. And so that means that, you know, if there's not a direct control in the present moment, there's, a, there's definitely a control that I've, I've facilitated or helped to influence. So when you think that you want to improve, you've heard some of the things I want to improve in. You know, are there anything that comes to your mind right now as to something you want to improve in? That mm. comes to mind, though. Yeah, yeah. Are there any images that come to your mind right now? I just recently, a few minutes ago, uh, was asked the same question. And I sat there thinking, looking, yeah. and nothing yeah. came. No images, no no, no intuitions? Nothing. What about monks? Do monks attract you? I think you could be a monk, you could live in the Shaolin. Yeah, oh yeah, I feel like I could be a monk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the process. Yeah, yeah. See, there you go. So this is what I'm asking you. What do you see? It may not seem indulgent or important, and that's because it's not. But I'm not asking you an important question, actually. The important questions have been answered. This is actually a shallow question. This is something you talk about for fun. This is like, hey, this is what I could do with Ames. This is what I could do with my life right now. But those things don't define you. And if you feel like they will define you, then fuck those things. Maybe you feel like it's more important to fuck those things right now and stay within this space and master this space right now. And uh, then you could have fun with desires and aims and things like this. And maybe right now your only aim is mukti. Your only aim is freedom. This is this, you know, learning how to stay inside this space so that way the outside world doesn't affect you. So you're equipped to deal with suffering that you know is going to accompany your daily existence. (laughs) That sounds about right. Yeah. I don't know, man. I feel like I'm there. Already. <laughs> but, like, obviously, it's not perfected. You so. know, it, this, this reminds you at all of Valerie's um, reading that she did recently. So this is the month of January, right? We have Valerie from Vega, which is, she, she's, she's a reader, um, a tarot card reader who uh, I, prom- I, I speak highly of. And um, she had done your reading, which is Leo. And uh, she's so informed on these things that she, she uses different decks and different, um, let's say, astrological paths in order to do her readings. And actually, Morgan messaged me this morning telling me how she was shitting bricks because of Valerie's reading that she recently got. Um, she, she recently got a reading from Valerie. I did I read that yet. It didn't say, say anything to me, but yeah. like, I saw her share it on Facebook and yeah. like, said she said something like, Yes, yes. I forgot what she said. Yeah. But it was along those lines of like, fuck. Like, <laughs> like she, she's saying too much. Like, <laughs> yes, yes, wonderful. Shiva Shambo is beautiful. And so we have this friend, uh, this this person, this, this wonderful soul and human called Valerie, um, who um, is a wonderful, you know, in alignment with shamanism and things like this. And she did your Leo reading and uh, this month, which is available on YouTube, Valerie from Vega. And 
in inside of this she's it, one of the cards i remember reading unfortunately i can't remember what card it was but it's like leo you think you got something figured out it's like what do you think you got figured out leo like you're gonna learn you don't got it figured out you don't have it figured out as much as you thought that you're, that you're missing something and, and i think the card the next card that she brought up was something like consistency about consistency Yeah. Yeah. And I, I have gotten that impression from you before, which is why I think it's a pattern that's that's revisiting. It's coming up strong now, as 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 it should. You know, when you start to control the mind, there's it gets stronger at first. There's a larger resistance there. It's almost like you can't tell whether or not that truth is the realization or not. It's like good, good, good. That's how you start to learn that the everything the mind says is actually false. It's or, or in false in a sense where it's not it. Right. It's definitely never it. It is something that doesn't arise in the mind. The so mind. there's more to it. Yes, yes. But it can facilitate better better qualities in the mind, and that's why we we come to identify with the mind as it, because you start to there's a quality in the mind that's changing as you are changing, and so it's easy to start identifying the mind. I imagine by as it's even though it's not it. it just because it's in so such alignment with the true self and as you become more in tune with the true self a greater efficiency happens in the mind you start to notice the changes happening in the mind and you start to associate changes with the true self and then you start to see the changes happening in the mind and assume that that must be you because it's changing you're obviously changing hey why not that's me it's like but then as you start to accrue a stillness <laughs> further and further and further you realize oh no no it's not the mind it's not the mind oh yeah his mind gets quieter and quieter and quieter and you could turn it on when you want now but it does get quieter and quieter and quieter and you start to notice that you know it's it, that quietness creates an ambiance of sober seeing right things still come up in the quietness mm, but mm, mm. it's not from the mind so yes, to say yes so to say or, or if it is it's no longer like, from the identified yeah. mind it's, like I was telling you out yes, there I think yes. I just finished my story yes yes please I was going to pick up some medication and litter and cat food for um, home. Hmm? For home. No, this is actually for somebody else. Okay. But upon walking. Yes. <laughs> I'm walking to Westchester Square. Yes. And like right across the street from Wendy's. Yes. You know, right where you make that right turn, that little bendy turn. Yes, yes. Passing the bar and across the street. The entire time, I'm fucking beaming. Yes. <laughs> With a smile. Like, <laughs> this has been more common lately. Yes, yes. And there's nothing going on in my fucking head. It's silent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm also observant at the same time. Yes. Aware. Yes. Aware to the things around me. Yes. <laughs> so I like, catch two slivers of two different conversations, which, funny enough, it was two females. One's all to the left and one's right behind me. <laughs> I hear what they say and I just start fucking laughing. <laughs> because in my head, yes. I'm like, that, that, that yes. sounded like me. <laughs> Things that you have said before? No, beyond that. Yes. Like, that sounds like me, who I am in this moment. I see. Yes. This silent... Yes. Calmness that I am. Yes, yes. Those words came from me. Yes, yes. Uh, give me more detail for this. 
What, does that mean like the, even those words? Were things, those words came from the same place that my words come from. Yes, and when, the, the, know, the voice that, that, that I hear inside else. me. Okay, was that the place of nothing? Is, is that, that, that that's where I would say they come from? So these were insightful people then. I wouldn't say they were insightful, but insightful because I, I don't nothing. Well, surely we all go in and out of it without even noticing sometimes. Surely, yes. So it could have been simply that. You know, I didn't look at him. Like, I just carried on and continued walking, fucking laughing. <laughs> and also looking at the people now that I was walking by and was like, Yes. How am I any different than them? Mm. <laughs> yeah. I remember hearing a story of, you know, about Sadhguru and how he, uh, after his enlightenment, when he came home, there was almost like a guilt on his face. Like, almost not to look at anyone. Like, you look someone in the eye. It's almost like because something in you has just such, so drastically changed that when you come home, it's almost like a, it, it, there's some association or some remembering of the associations that you had with these people. And I've had these moments. You know, I've had them just soberly in my own experiences. You know, sometimes I, I spend a good amount of time in the woods, and when I come back, I forget who Gramps is. I forget who you are, and it is almost... You know, I often step outside of that, but there have been times where there's almost like a sympathy in my face, like, oh, you were my friend. Hi there, welcome back to the world. Like, <laughs> it's like, it's like, oh my God, like, it's been so long. Like, it's, I, I've, I've, I've died, you know? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> the, what you've bonded with has died, and, and, but I'm here and I love, there's love here. And let me invite you to this. And because I'm, I'm, I still want to facilitate this, but I'm sorry that what I was is not what you had facilitated with before. It's almost like that, something like this. And um, I, I think that that's like a side effect of love and perhaps the influence that it might have on my thoughts. And maybe that's that's also gibberish. Maybe, you know, it, it does seem to depend on the context I use the word love too, right? Because sometimes I've used it as a to describe a state of homeostasis, a state of total balance, where you're, you feel so at balance. It's almost like uh, there's this certain softness about you that's quite sweet, you know, in my experience. And um, I had a lot of that this weekend uh, in the hospital with my grandmother and my mom and et cetera, and just being able to facilitate a certain grace about me and a certain um, pace and a certain softness and sweetness just by the natural, you know, state of being me, even without the shambo every day, just by, you know, still being able to hold that and keep that space and facilitate that space for me. Um, it's, it's quite beautiful in alignment and in alignment to like the things that I've been quote unquote self-improving on for the past few years as those rituals in order to embody and uh, become perfect and continue to aim to become perfect. So for me, it's a path. It's like, am I on path today or not on path today? Am I in alignment with path today or am I not? And this is why it's the way. It's like, is this in, is every single action in alignment with the way? Because it very well might be if I sit with it. Just like the British on pause, Sure. Sure. Okay, so we're on 31 minutes, and we're actually going to cut the podcast here. We're going to cut the conversation here. Maybe he'll come back, and uh, maybe you'll be back, but I don't know if I'll—maybe I won't be back. Maybe he will be.
up yeah. for it still. Yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe I'll be up for it still. Maybe I want to go do some shambo and some singing. <laughs> maybe I myself want to do some shambo and some mantra singing. And so we'll see um, what's facilitated soon. And so uh, thank you guys for listening. For those of you who are interested, anything to say to the listeners, Brother Jeremy? There will be more to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> we can uh, we can hope that you know anything that you know flies out of our faces or particularly flies out of my 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 mouth. That's what I have control over. Is going to be helpful. It's going to be in service to something that others might be aligned to and perhaps find some value in. And so that's my intent in in the way that I speak and how I communicate. And that's you know sort of the substructure behind it. That's how I want to explain it. So for those of you who feel in alignment with that, um, me and Jeremy seem to share similar aims and. Uh, that's what our conversations, I believe, uh, as they start to happen, are going to be centered around. Does that sound accurate to you, Jeremy? That it does. Okay. So thank you guys very much. Bye.